Hello, 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 and welcome to my ongoing hijack of the Is This Cinema podcast feed. Um, <laughs> I'm back, I'm back with Aisha. Aisha, what are we talking about today? We are talking about the awards. Yeah. yeah for, like, for the five of you who, who stayed on to listen to us talk about awards coverage. Exactly. Exactly. Um, I love that. Listen to this podcast, probably thought we were never going to get like, they're like, oh, they've reached how nerdy or like pretentious or whatever they're gonna be <laughs> and then we're like ah just watch and now we're, we're doing awards full-on awards coverage we're like yeah we can always go up a level it's so funny you said there's that there's no limit to pretentiousness i was actually gonna add like for the geeks for the nerds for the super fans the fanatics yeah that, that, we're here that's who we're here. i'm not even looking at i'm not looking at the listenership numbers for these episodes because like i just <laughs> I, I know who this is like this is the one for us i guess um but yeah we're going to talk about specifically the sag the screen actors guild the producers um, guild and the directors guild they all had their awards over the last few years we're not going to talk about independent spirit awards mostly because don't those don't really factor towards like no they don't oscar's results so well obviously all respect to them yeah we're going to focus mostly on the sag the pga and the dga um quickly our predictions for the oscars we're going to be out next week. Um, if you're following this awards coverage, awards race, you probably, I feel like most of us will have similar picks for a lot of a lot of the categories. Um, and then obviously our live reactions as we've done previous years will be out the Monday after the Oscars. Um, yeah, speaking of Oscar winners, quickly, Kate Winslet is back on HBO this weekend with The Regime from a writer of Succession. Who's also who also co-wrote the menu? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, Aisha and I are going to be covering that with a friend of the podcast. So yeah, if you want to watch yes. a satirical, surprisingly wacky HBO yeah. drama, yeah, um, starring Kate Winslet, then yeah, check it out and check out our coverage as well. Veep meets the favorite meets Succession meets. I don't yeah, know. I mean, honestly, Veep meets, meets the favorite. The great. Let me just stop there. Veep meets, meets the, the favorite, great, yeah. I think. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's it's good. Watch it. Veep meets the favorite. That's a good that's a good tagline for it. Okay, let's talk about Veep meets favorite um, awards. Why we're here. Should I let me read out the winners of the SAG first? Yeah. Um I consider just giving a quick shout out to like the TV guys, because obviously I'm a TV guy, but I want to focus firmly on, on film this episode. But obviously, shout out to the crew of the Bear Succession, cast and crew of the Bear Succession. The yes. beef, beef. Sorry, not yeah. The beef. It seems like Succession um, has given over their their um, reins, like their stronghold to the Bear. Now it's like now the Bear is just going to steamroll. You know. Well, I mean, if the Bear rem- most likely will remain a comedy, so there's still a spot for a drama to come up and and take over the. Mm. the succession hall i don't know i feel like they're going they're going to change but anyway i don't know i don't know because I, I i have i have i have a very strong strong opinion on them being a comedy or not but that's for another everyone episode. does but i think succession i think the bear is incredibly funny let it be a comedy i don't i don't i don't care about <laughs> category fraud i just like let do them, you not I don't, we are living I, we are like, living even, in category fraud with beef right now but let's not even get into it. Be- beef? Why? 
because Beef is now looking at doing a season two. So they've just got all the awards for yeah, limited Yeah, but it's a season two. It's an seasons. anthology, though. But it's a, it's a new cast. That in itself is category fraud? Um, no, because the only reason they made White Lotus a returning drama was because Jennifer Coolidge was returning, because it had, like, returning cast members. Come see, come sir. This is an anthology show, so it's fine. Anyway, okay, awards. Uh, okay, so Screen Actors Guild winners. Um, the male actor in the leading Let's role go. went to Killian. Killian Murphy, mm-hmm. Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. Um, male actor in a supporting role went to RDJ for Oppenheimer as well. A third performance by a female actor in a supporting role went to Divine Joy Randall for The Holdovers. And performance by a female actor in a leading role went to Lindy Gladstone, Killers of the Flower Moon. And then the ensemble cast went, which is their version of Best Picture, went to Oppenheimer. Um, open homies. The open, open homies, yeah. Um, Oliver Therobi needs to go follow Killian's advice and trademark that. She does. I think there's a clear place to start, but looking at those winners, those four or five winners, what yeah. like jumps out at you? I mean, it has to be Lily Gladstone. Like, it I mean, Gladstone, yeah. there were two things that jumped out to me and I'm not going to spend too much on the other one because the other one's TV. The first surprising things watching for me was Lily Gladstone winning. Actually, no, she wasn't the first one. Uh, well, Lily Gladstone is what we'll talk about, but the first one was Elizabeth Becky winning, which I have thoughts about, but I will talk about it in, I'll talk about it in relation to film when I talk about the other wins later on. But Lily Gladstone winning was so surprising. And I mean, I think the room was surprised. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think anyone expected it in the room. And it's just made Did you the, see Emma Stone's either genuinely happy and exhilarated response or her incredible acting performance, depending on what side of the cynic cynic divide you're on? The difficulty with Emma Stone is I'm not sure whether she's Whitney from The Curse or not. And that reaction was very much Whitney from The That's Curse. That's so rude. That's so rude. So- you just said, like, like, Emma Stone, I'm sorry if you do hear this, like, those are not the opinions of this podcast. We love you. Please come I'm on. I'm joking. No, I'm actually completely <laughs> we do not joking. Think you're I love me. I love Emma Stone so much. And I think it was mm-hmm. genuine. I think it was genuine for sure. Um, it was totally genuine. I don't think you could have faked a reaction like that. I think the sag in itself as a show was a gen it felt like a very good energy. It felt like everyone was being themselves. You know, you see Anne Hathaway crying, you know, tearing up when Barbara Streisand, you know, has her thing. And I that made me emotional too. Like I, you know, um but yeah, no, it has to be Lady Gladstone. It's now made this race so tight that mm. I just don't know what's going to happen now. Quite frankly. I mean, conversely, without spoiling our predictions, which will be out next week, you can, you might kind of feel like maybe this sag win has kind of solidified Killian as... Oh, no, Killian is as, locked as, in. As, as the front runner, yeah. Killian's, Killian's locked in. And I think what I liked about... I mean, I love Killian's performance. I think it was, it was fantastic, what he had to do um was great and i've heard someone talk about it as a uh, comparison to um daniel day lewis and there will be blood mm-hmm. but i think daniel lewis there will be blood is way more like outspoken and way more out there like way more capital mm-hmm. ca- acting with a capital a but um you yeah, know um but it's just so funny watching killian because he's just so awkward <laughs> and it's it's nice because i think in comparison to someone like rdj you can just tell this guy just does his craft and mm-hmm. goes home and has tea with his mom and that's just nice. Nice to see. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. So I think obviously RTG and Divine are like, if either of them doesn't win on Oscars night, we're going to be like, shock. We'll be like, what happened? That would actually like, yeah, that would be. But you know, the, um, the, the issue with RGJ for me is that I don't know if you felt this, but his speech, I wrote down, like, can he be running? Could he be running out of the star power? Is his star power really limitless? Because the speech just felt a bit off to me. Mm. And I just felt like, with with Pedro Pascal winning, with Elizabeth Debicki winning, it felt like there was because SAG came after all the other precursors. When people are winning, winning, winning mm-hmm. constantly, there is this idea of like maybe voters will go, let me just do something different, you know, and that like adds to it. And I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know is RDJ tempting fate a bit because he seemed so confident on that stage, like and so like. The speech literally said, I'm not going to get tired of talking about myself. I don't know. It just felt a bit like, I don't know. I mean, I don't think he's yeah, but not also, going like, to win. I that think is, he's winning. That's him. But, no, that is him. But I just, it just felt, mm. it felt off for the first time. And I couldn't really, like, decipher what it was. And something doesn't sit right with me. Like, I feel like, I still think he may heal he's going to win. And we'll talk about predictions later. But, yeah. I don't know. There, there's an option that maybe as people will go, I may zag, you know, because um, Oppenheimer's going to win a lot. Maybe I'll just zag a bit, you know? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, that's very possible. But one, I don't think, he, I think his top power is limitless. And I do agree. I, I felt like, okay, I was like, oh, this speech is like, it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not a great speech. Yeah. It's a, it's a fine, it's a, it's a, it's like, okay, okay, you're, you're thanking people, you're like, you're doing it. It was the first time that you actually felt like, okay, I was like, okay. This is, but also like the Oscars any week. Like you don't want, you can't, you can't give away your your best material just yet. That's true. No, you're so right. You're so right. Actually, but, you can't give your best material at SAG. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like with all due respect, uh, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. yeah. Um, I think he. Your point earlier is a valid one. I would be a more valid one if it wasn't RDJ we're talking about. Like, if it was someone like, okay, this is going to, person's going to clear up and all that things. It, it's this something that, like, it could literally happen to Killian actually, right? We're like, oh, Oppenheimer is going to clear everywhere else. Let's give it to somebody yeah. else. But like, RDJ is like, not only is this award for his performance, it's also for him, for his life. His lifetime, yeah. And they loved you giving that. Yeah, they're like, okay, he's... They love giving that. Let's finally like, reward this last... 20 years of like him coming back into the industry and like staying sober and doing all of this things and doing good work and becoming the movie, biggest movie star mm. in the world like i think it's not just about and obviously again for a genuinely great performance a performance i think is the best in this category or whatever for sure so it's like okay we're rewarding both the performance and him as a person right which was yeah. like i think kind of the situation with someone like i mean it's different because obviously king richard wasn't sweeping or whatever but like I think that was kind of the again narrative going into Will Smith for King Richard is like let's reward this That's performance, true. which I, I personally That's think true. is one of his best performances. But also let's reward Will Smith. Um Yeah, for his 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 whole career. Yeah. And RDJ is just obviously on a professional level, on a personal level, it's like it, you're like, okay, we need to we need to recognize this. Um Lily Gladstone, I, I'm not gonna spoil my prediction. Yeah, don't. But it was very surprising. <laughs> it was very surprising. And because I think when we saw after the BAFTAs, we're like, yeah, it's done. We're just, we, we're just something about Emma Stone just felt inevitable. But I think 
And she again gave a good. She always gives good speeches because again the story is so personal to her, and she's always yeah. someone that's so connected to to this story. But I have to add something else. Lily Gladstone was also, and maybe I'm just paying attention to external noise too much, but she was very active during the SAG Afra strike. She posted a lot. She was there on the front lines, mm-hmm. and. Maybe we add that in. Maybe there's a, you know, maybe she picks this up and doesn't pick up the, you know, the other one, the Oscar. Because I think there's a specific, like SAG is so specific too, even though it's like the best indicator because it's during the season of voting, it's the closest and everything. I think that you need to like think Mm. about that too. Maybe add that in, that she was extremely active during, you know, the strikes and during the... Okay. Should we at this point remind the listeners how Oscar voting works as best as we understand? Because yeah. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm only trying to tell you what I understand. Um, yeah. And please feel free to like, I was going to throw it to you to, to, to tell them, but I don't want to, that seems like <laughs> too, big a, <laughs> too big a punishment. Um, Imagine. But feel free to like interject at any point where, where you dis- disagree. So everybody nominates, right? Actors, everybody nominates in their field. Actors nominate actors. Directors nominate directors. Writers nominate writers. Hair, makeup, all of that. Your individual field, you get your five nominees. Some things I only just realized recently or found out recently is that, first of all, you can only be part of one f- group. I did not know that. I thought like someone like Bradley Cooper, for example, could be writer, actor, director. But apparently you can only be one at a time. You can switch, but you can only be one at a time. And... Also, that for the nominees, everyone is ranked choice voting. We'll get back to that in a second. I feel like every year we're doing Oscars cover, we talk about ranked choice oh, voting. Oh, I knew, I knew about that too. Yeah. I did not know that the, the nominees were ranked. So basically, long story short, every nominee in every category was like somebody's number one choice. So um, Coleman Domingo was somebody's number one for actor. Um, Jeffrey Wright was someone to mom for actor. And it, like so the way ranked choice voting works for the nominees is that you get your first or actually let me go to best so best picture. Everybody knows you get your 10 nominees. Everyone in yeah. the academy votes for best picture. And then when the nominations are concluded, everyone votes for each category. So all everybody votes for the best actor, everyone votes for the best director, even though it was only the particular groups that got the nomination. Then best picture is ranked choice voting. You put your number one choice, your number two choice, your number three choice, blah, 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 to 10. Or if you don't want to go do it, then that's your that's your prerogative. And the first movie to get up to 50% wins best picture. If no movie gets up to 50%, mm-hmm. the movie with the lowest number of gets votes removed. gets removed. And then everyone else is like number two, becomes their number one, for example. Yeah. And then... We keep mm-hmm. on doing that until we get to 50%. Basically, the idea behind that is that every... So whoever wins Best Picture was like a favorite of a majority of the voting body. Yeah. If that makes sense. That makes I sense. I hope that made sense to you guys. It's a bit... But basically, the reason we always bring it up is that it means that the movie that wins, wins Best Picture might not be a universal number one. Yes. But it might have been a universal number two and three. So That's in this true. case, for example, yeah. if Oppenheimer is on 30% of voters number one, or even 40% of voters number one, mm-hmm. but for 60% is like number five, six, seven, 
and then let's say anatomy of a fall or poor things is like two and three across the entire board they will most likely win but one of them probably being best picture ahead of Oppenheimer just because more people rated that movie higher if that makes sense I hope that makes sense if it didn't make sense I apologize um but yeah I hope that makes sense <laughs> but why did I bring up ranked choice voting because I talked about SAG oh yes yeah, so the reason is because SAG the actors branch is the biggest branch in in the academy right yes. I think I think last time I checked it was like 14% or something of the academy were actors so on one hand it kind of means that like most times the winner at SAG is going to be the winner at the Oscars because again they control other people can vote yeah but it's to have a majority of the voting so you think it's going to sway that way um so unless for example the other um 86 percent are like we're going to vote for emma stone then obviously but in most cases in a situation like this you're like oh maybe he's going to go to lady glaston just because psych has the yeah, highest vo- voting power the highest um yeah anything from psych you want to point out no, that's it. Yeah, SAG, SAG is definitely the strongest indicator from exactly what you said. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Don't want to predict, but we'll see. Should we do DGA? That's all or, or do you want to do PGA? Yeah, DGA is good. I like I like DGA because DGA has like the biggest crossover with the Oscar. So usually the DGA winner for Best Actor is to what I've researched about 90% tends to for, be for best the director. choice. Sorry, for best director. My bad. Best director tends to be the Oscar choice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, let me go through the DJ winners quickly. Yeah. First time feature film went to Celine Song for her beautiful past lives. Um, yes. Then documentary went to 20 Days in Mariupol. And up feature film, the nominees were Scorsese for Killers of the Flower Moon, Alexander Payne for The Holdovers, Yogos for is it Yogos or Yogo? I think I heard some. I think I heard Emma Stone say Yogo. I think recently. it's Yogo. There's something about if you are a woman addressing a man or you are a man addressing a man. Oh Jesus! Okay, um, I may be wrong. I'll just, I may be wrong, but I remember Yogos hearing right this once. So I think Yogos is okay. Yogos Lanthimos for Portheads, Greta Gerwig for Barbie, and obviously at the Oscars, that's because you know we can't have more than one female nominee so she was replaced by Justin Dre for Anatomy of the Fall and the winner was Christian Nolan for Oppenheimer uh, I mean like it what's took, there like, to say at this point it, 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 it has to, to be right it has to be it, what um, is there to say although I think I have to say mm-hmm. Anatomy of a Fall has performed exceedingly well during this season Mm-hmm. And I don't think anyone is gonna dethrone um, our uh, our London boy, but yeah. I think I think if anybody was going to, it would be Justin Trudeau and her crew. You know, because it's so funny because I had when the mission was I had Justin Trudeau as like my second, cho- not Justin Trudeau, sorry, Anatomy for my second choice for Best Picture. Mm. I mean, Justin Trudeau winning Best Director. I don't know if something like personally I agree with, but I'll be fine. Like. I don't know if, if I was voted, I don't know if she'd be my second choice, essentially. Yeah. Um, I think she'll probably be my third. Who would be your second choice then? Scorsese would be my second choice. Really? 
I think I think it's because they're okay. in Lagos okay. and her actually. Okay. But again, now I'm I'm like I'm highlighting difficulty. I don't again. I'm not saying before it was a difficult movie to make, but like Class of the Flower Moon is a, <laughs> a difficult movie, and it's a very well made movie. Like it I don't is. think yeah, it's not. And like, I feel like it's it's got the short straw this entire season, in my opinion. Yeah. Killers. Actually, that reminds me. So again, when I was doing the research, what I found out was that. Again, like I said, nominations are the ranked choice as well. Mm-hmm. So people could be voting like, well, this person is probably going to get a nomination. So I'll put them as my third choice because I want to highlight this person as my first choice. And I saw that and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that's probably why Leo didn't get nominated this year. I was just thinking about it. I was like, because most so. people are like, oh, it's Leo, it's Scorsese, it's Killer Flower Moon. He's going to get a nomination. Let me, yeah. let me put somebody, and this is not what I, I don't mean this particular, but let me put a Coleman Domingo who I like and did a good mm-hmm. job but probably won't get mm-hmm. that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Let's make Jeffrey Wright my second choice. Let's make Paul Giamatti my third choice and I'll put Leo as fourth. And then you know people yeah. do that, he doesn't get the nomination I everybody thought he was going to get. So I was like, oh, that's probably, that yeah. that probably happened. Um, no, I think so, for sure. With that movie because there were just so many people that were very much prize ponies of the industry. Mm-hmm. So it could that, that definitely, I think, happened quite a lot. But yeah, I mean, no learn for yeah. for this director again would be very very surprised. I think I. What do you think is more secure, best director or best picture? Best director. Best director. That's fair. Mm-hmm. But again, it's, the other thing for is like, sure. Which I guess I think we'll talk about this, talk about this when we get to our predictions next week. But the the thing about Oppenheimer, as opposed to other like movies mm-hmm. that have got a lot of nominations, like um, Mank or um, the Irishman is that Oppenheimer is going to win a lot of craft categories as well. Like it's not getting like thirteen <laughs> nominations and winning just one. Like people are yes, like, yes, it isn't. This is the best editing of but. the year. This is the best composing of the year. This is the best cinematography of the year. Like a lot of cra- so those guys will obviously yeah. then vote for best picture. If you vote for Jennifer Lim in editing, and you, and you're an editor, for example, yeah. or just a normal thing, there's a high chance that you will not vote for. Open Mind and Best Picture as well because like you just like this is the best editor of the year and this is the best editor film of I the see. year this is the best picture of I the year I see what you mean yeah I see what you mean but then when you get down into the arts it starts to get a bit more interesting oh yeah, yeah. I mean we're, we're going to cover all of this if, 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 I don't think Open Mind is going to clear it but I think it will yeah. get but I, I see I see I what you get mean. at least three which is like yeah, if Oppenheimer finishes the day, they finish the thirteen. No, if they finish the day with like six, seven wins, that's that's a lot. A thirteen nomination, they finish with like seven wins. That's a lot of wins. Yeah, it's a lot of wins, and I think they will. But yeah, yeah. But anyway, okay. The thing is, what they have on their side is they also made like a, and I know it doesn't it doesn't usually count in the Oscars when your film is you know an achievement in the box office. Yeah. But unfortunately, this film was well watched. It came at a time when people were watching movies and needed yeah, cinema. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh, you just, Oscar voters definitely would have watched this movie. No one oh, yeah. is going to say yeah. they haven't watched this movie. Yeah. You know, yeah. so. And they watched, they watched the movie, because there was a strike, they watched the movie like in the cinema. They didn't watch it in like the Oscar screening room on like exactly. a laptop. So, no, yeah, I mean. Exactly. It's so interesting that like. Exactly. The phenomenon was always been like, obviously, there's a reason it's called award season. Like, movies that come out towards the end of the year tend to do better, right? Mm-hmm. Then something mm-hmm. like Everything Everywhere last year came out, I think, in like February or March? Yes. Insane. Quite early. 
And obviously, Oppenheimer Insane. comes out this year in June. I think it was June mm-hmm. or May. Well, anyway, and then like, I mean, the clear. This is someone that's I've not seen anything. There's no spoiler, whatever. I, I'm I'm intentionally staying away from reviews because that's how I am. But you would think <laughs> that the clear front runner for best picture for next year at this point is June two, which is coming out March first. Yeah. Like, can they maintain that trajectory for another almost twelve months? Like, can June two win yeah. best picture next year? So it's just like I'm like, oh, are we going to have like three years in a row where the winner came out much earlier in the year? But you know, our boy, our boy Denis just uh, he just uh, he just uh, um, bad talked dialogue. So who knows if people will still have him on their side? Yeah, I mean, whatever. I mean, he, I think he's a writer <laughs> that's of Dune. So funny, that's as you know, funny when, you love, when you love someone, you just like you you reach out some things that they say. It's like okay, whatever. I don't think I'm saying he was funny joke. particularly trying to go for dialogue. But yeah, no, I think he said no, no, that was funny. TV's I appreciate it. it. Said TV's for writing or TV's for words, and then he's a he's an yeah. image person. TV has corrupted film because it's it's all dialogue and and stuff. Um, but you know now everyone is. I like it. I like what's going on now because I feel like filmmakers are like talking more. I mean, we had the strike and we had stuff, but like now they're saying daring things, like Herzog basically being like, "Oh, uh, Barbie is you know like hell," and what he meant was like. I think he meant it in a good way. I believe he meant it in a good way. But I just, I like like when filmmakers And are, explain like, to me how hell can be a good thing. I think what he, he means is like living within Barbie world is hell. So like it showed that like, you know, how well she crafted the entire world of, you know, not having kind of your own kind of autonomy and et cetera and her breaking free from that. And kind of like he, it's basically like, oh, it's, it's so bad that it's good, basically. Yeah, that's my explanation. That's a, I mean, I love the fact <laughs> that you went out. I'm going to read this thing, but I love the fact that you went all out for defending Herzog's comments there. Um, yeah, got to. So yeah, I think I think um, I think you're right. And at this point, it just feels there's some categories that are so locked in that mm-hmm. you know, it, with these DGA, especially DGA, which is why I'm like so sure about it. DGA is so. It's hardly ever been, you mm-hmm. know, disputed with Oscar. So I don't know. But the best picture, I think, is still in the line. I I'm, I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, something like if Anatomy of a Fall wins best picture, I'll just be like, I'll be like, okay, you know, it'll be shocking and insane. But who imagine knows? If finished, imagine if Anatomy finished with just two wins and the two wins were best picture and best screenplay. Yeah, insane. That was, that was like, that was like Coda level of surprising. Even Coda had three. Yeah, no, that that's like insane. I remember watching that live when Coda won. Can you best picture without an acting win? Okay, Parasite did it. Yes. Yes, Parasite did it. Parasite did it, yeah. That was insane. But Parasite didn't have, but Parasite didn't have an acting nomination. That was insane, though. That was actually These guys insane. have an acting nomination. Yeah, but she's not. <laughs> she's not winning that. Nomadland won Best Actress. Yeah, I can't think of, apart from Parasite, I can't think of anyone that won Best Picture without an acting win and got nominated. But this feels like Parasite level. The the frenzy over Anatomy of a Fall feels like Parasite level frenzy to me. Or maybe I'm just in the dark part of the internet. I think, yeah, I think <laughs> I you're, know. I think you're like, because Parasite and 917 were close. They were head to head. This is not a head to head situation. This no, is true, like, I, no, yeah, you're right. Yeah. But I mean, in terms of a foreign language film mm-hmm. about a courtroom 
Like oh, it's this is not even well. parasites. Yeah, yeah it's, this is not even parasite level. This movie is not as complex as Parasite. Let's be so real, okay? I love Anatomy before, but Parasite is its own. Like it was doing a lot of things, mm-hmm. whereas this movie is doing a few things very well, in my opinion. It's mm-hmm. it's it's fo- it's a focused film, you know. Yeah. But I guess that's the beauty of it. I mean, it's a so. genre film. It's a courtroom drama. That's a genre. Like it's a, it's they're doing something yeah, within a genre. Literally. Um. Yeah. Okay. Let's do the PGAs and then we will leave here. So PGA. The PGAs. Mm-hmm. Um. Producer of documentary was American Symphony, which is unlimited in Oscars, I don't think. And then animated no. was Spider Man Across the Spider Verse. Interestingly, beating out the boy and the heron. I don't know if that will yeah. happen there. No, because anyway, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, no, go ahead. You can go ahead. What, what were you going to say? I don't think it's going to, because I just think, um, I just think um, that the boy and the heron creator, he's honestly Miyazaki, been yeah. in the industry. Miyazaki has been in the industry for too long. Like it's, and he's a bit old. Like they have to give him, and they have to give yeah, him. Yeah, I, I think it's his final film. So, I, I'm pretty sure he will win. I'm just like it's done. Of course, Spider Verse was. Top five of the year for me. So, um, anyway. But do you think if across the Spider-Verse, if animation was allowed, like, you know, wasn't, you know, uh, contained to one category and was allowed yeah. in the other categories, as it should be, in my opinion, even though... No, I no, it is animation. allowed. It's just not... Um, it just doesn't get nominated. I know, but then no one really, no one really, you know, what... I do feel like... Because I think across the Spider-Verse had so much... Popularity. People were singing this song, this movie's of praise. Of course, Spider Verse should be a, should be a best picture nominee. This is not even up for debates. Like it should be a best picture yeah, nominee. I think so too. I think so too. Well, I'm glad they won an award. That's good. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, they won the Oscar for the first one into the Spider Verse. So um, I'm sure, like, they will be disappointed about losing to Otto Miyazaki's final film is not that bad. Anyway, not too bad. Outstanding picture. <laughs> this is. And the PGA's best picture Big one. winner went to Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. I think these are all the same nominees as the Oscars. Yeah, mm-hmm. fiction for holdovers, Barbie killers. Yeah, yeah. So it's basically the same thing. Exactly the same. PGA ten, Oscar ten. So, yeah. I mean, look, it's not going to be a surprising night. I think there will be like one or two surprises. Um, yeah. I don't like. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Um, Oppenheimer has at least two or three already locked. I think so too. I think it, it maybe it's. I think it's definitely going to be a historic night for Oppenheimer. Mm-hmm. It's going to be, yeah, quite literally crazy. But I think the below the line categories are where there is, I think, room to for there to be some level of surprise. You know. Um, but we'll see. Um, any final thing you want to point out? I don't know. I think it's been a good season. Like people, it's been long, but everyone's kept their, you know, kept their um, their things going. But I have to admit that watching these shows, the SAG was probably the nicest one to watch, in my opinion. I hope the Oscars are like that, um, just for entertainment value. What did you like about the SAG telecast? Um... They were kind of quick. There wasn't there wasn't ads. I think the benefit of being on Netflix is that there mm-hmm. there didn't need to be ads. That was yeah. nice. They were quick. Like they they would show the thing immediately, and then the person comes out, and then they announce. They were they were rolling really quickly. I like the pace. Um, 
yeah, and there there wasn't too much, you know, it just felt like a lighter show. Everyone felt a bit more comfortable. There were some bit of hiccups, but, you know, yeah, it felt like a well-organized show. Although I had no idea Idris was the host. Yeah, me neither. Did, did, did people know Idris um, was going to be the host? I'm guessing they probably did, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, that yeah. So I liked. I hope the Oscars are like that because the Oscars can be long. Well, I mean, they will always be there no more three yeah. hours. That's not. That's never going to change. Ads every fifteen yeah, minutes. Yeah, I know, but it doesn't have to feel long. True, true. Anyway, okay. Um, we'll be back to talk about our predictions for all the categories next week, and then on the tenth, we'll have our live reactions to the Oscars. Yes. Okay. Live reactions to the Oscar where um Coleman Domingo is gonna win his first Oscar. If that fake news. If, if that happened, I would <laughs> I think I would just record the episode. I not I want to edit it, I'll just put it on just like that. I'll just be like, you guys can take this in all its messy glory. Imagine if Coleman Domingo won best <laughs> best actor. Wow. Wow. Um uh, <laughs> oh yeah. In in our wildest dreams. Anyway. But yeah. Okay, thanks a lot, Aisha. No problem. Thanks again to Priscilla and Jess for giving us the space. And yeah, we'll be back next week talking about predictions and all other things about the Oscars. Bye, guys. Bye.